and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a show that takes an overly candid and hopefully entertaining look at matters related to sex. We get much of our material from the sex subreddit, but we also frequently discuss our own experiences, often to my great regret, our listeners' experiences, uh, friends' experiences, and so forth. There's something you'd like us to discuss, go ahead and reach out to us at ymmdpod on Twitter or email us at ymmdpod at gmail.com or drop us a note on our Facebook page. We promise to keep everything anonymous unless you'd like us to give you a shout out, of course. I am Keith, my co-host is Mike, and I apologize in advance for anything offensive we may say, although full disclosure, pushing that line is part of the allure here. Our audience is growing steadily, but we're still not getting much feedback or as much feedback as we'd like. Uh, it'd be super useful to hear from our listeners in that regard. Uh, you can reach out to us at the places I just mentioned. Also, a five-star review on iTunes goes a long way to helping the show grow. That and telling your friends and family. Well, maybe telling your family that this is your favorite show might be a bit odd, but you get the idea. Spread the word. So we have our usual collection of sex subreddit posts to litigate. But before we go there, Mike, I have some banter. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm always ready, ready for some banter. Yeah, okay. So... Um, I bumped into an ex-girlfriend this weekend in Las Vegas and we had dinner um, and I promised that I wouldn't talk about her, but uh, it sort of occurred to me, like, how would you feel if uh, an ex of yours was doing like some sort of like sex podcast? Would you be intrigued? Like, would you want to listen to it? Or like, what, what would your emotions be? Yeah. I mean, it's the exact opposite situation probably of the emotions you'd expect because it would be a woman doing it. And I would be, okay. <clears throat> I'd be intrigued, but I would be concerned because I'd be worried that it would be kind of boring uh, because maybe they wouldn't uh, really dig into the topics far enough for uh, a man's taste. What do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I would, I think I would not, well, it would depend on like sort of the uh, category of X. Like there, there are some who I definitely don't want to know about their uh, other sexual exploits, uh, or at least I'm not sure my ego could, could handle hearing about it. Uh, and then there are others that I like don't care at all. And, or not, not that I don't care. There are others that I would actually be interested. Like I don't have feelings about them in such a way that I, that I would care or feel jealous. So th that one I like might be like sort of interested in. Yeah. You're taking a different angle on this than I expected. So basically, yeah, I was thinking purely from the standpoint of like objectively what they would discuss. You're thinking, are they going to discuss me? That's what, that's where this is headed for you, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's actually not where I was thinking. I was thinking more about like the jealousy aspect, but uh, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't like, well, I mean, there's really only good things to report, but what's the jealousy aspect. So it would be that they're going to say there's some, other, you've mentioned this before. They're going to say there's some other guy and it was fantastic with him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, we see, this is a thing that I feel comes up again and again. And let me just, can I, let me just quickly state my opinion on this. Okay. People can disagree, but this is my opinion. My opinion is that a guy can be bad. A guy can be mediocre. Mm -hmm. And then there's this ceiling that you get to as a guy where you're like, you're good at it. It works. You're, you're good at it, but there's no above that. Like you can be more attractive. You can be, you can um, be taller. I mean, there, there are physical attributes that can change, but in terms of the actual actions you take, the things that are changeable about what you do, I guess you could have like a bigger or smaller penis. That's true. But in terms of like how you perform in bed, I think that for men, there's a ceiling. And like, if you were rating a man on a scale of one to 10, I think that ceiling is around like 
six or seven. I guess it would ultimately be 10, like you would scale it out. But the point, or here, let me put it a different way. I think that something like 50% of men, it probably goes up with age, have reached that cap. And the, the, you just, there's just no, there's no way you can get better than that. And so I just don't think that's like a reasonable concern if you like are a guy who's like trying at all uh, in I that think, department. So I think you're generally right there, but being able to intellectualize that as a point and being able to not, and, and not feeling any emotion when you hear about uh, a former partner's successful sexual exploits with other partners is are two different matters. Like you're right. Like it probably doesn't matter that much, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure that, that, that you can like force your brain to like realize that in the moment. Yeah. See, I don't think that I have the feeling you're describing. So what, what is the feeling that you're like afraid of here? You're, you're fe- the feeling you're afraid of is, uh, yeah. What is it? Jealousy. Jealousy is a thing, man. Uh, but what's, what's the, uh, jealousy. Okay. But jealousy of what? That he's better, right? No. Okay. I don't know. I guess maybe more just, it's just something that isn't me. Okay. But in your head, and this is really hard for me to understand coming from you because, for instance, you've taken the position in the past that it really didn't bother you how many different partners a woman had had before you because you figure like once like a week or two has gone by, that's kind of – it's almost like it doesn't exist. So That's it's, true. That's yeah. true. So why – I mean why, why are you so concerned about what happens after you? It's not that I'm so concerned. It's that I'm not sure that I would – find it pain-free to listen to them discuss it. What? Okay. And you would, you'd be jealous and you would think to yourself, I wish that was me. It wouldn't be like a, like there's a strength of emotion here that, yeah, it's like, <laughs> we've talked about this before. Like, jealous isn't the right word because jealous has such a, a negative like connotation to it. It would be like some envy or some wistfulness or some gel or some mild jealousy whereby like listening to, uh, you know, an ex talk about other sexual partners wouldn't feel great. I think that's normal. I think it would only make sense. In fact, uh, like, you know, look, you've been married for a long time. Uh, I've never been married. Like I'm in my late thirties now. And when I meet new women, like occasionally, uh, you know, it's hard to like have like a lot of conversations about like my life without like talking about my exes. And almost all of them, like, just don't want to hear anything about it. Um, but maybe you think that, like, uh, for, for women, like, the, the experience is different? Well, I mean, maybe they don't want to feel like they're being compared to your ex, right? But, yeah. there's, but also there's an element there of, like, it's the, it's the prospective relationship, right? So they want you to be in – they want you to be with them, not with the people in the past, which sort of makes sense to me, right? Like, you don't want to – be with somebody who's just like constantly hearkening back to the past. It'd be like if you're talking to some guy at a bar and all he talks about is like what he did in high school. You're just like, look, I don't want, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But uh, right. uh, this is the opposite of that, right? This is somebody where it's after. Right, right. And, and so it's like, yeah, I think that my, the way I would intellectualize, I, I would listen to it and I would be like, I probably would, ima- I could imagine myself comparing what she said to the experiences I had with her. And I would imagine in some cases it wouldn't align so I'd be like, right. oh, that's, that's weird. That either means that the experience that I had with her was different or more likely it means that she and I were not on the same, same wavelength about what was happening. Or so she's be, lying. Yeah, yeah. That would be right. So I would think all those things. But I don't think I would ever think to myself, oh, 
some other guy, I'm jealous, you know, there's this thing happening. Because I, I would just already like, I mean, look, part of the human condition for a man is that as soon as you break up, like when you break up with a, a woman, when you stop seeing a woman, something like five to 10 minutes after that, she is immediately able to get another partner to have sex with her, right? Right. Yeah. So I guess in my mind, I just think, well, that might as well be what's happening. Like once a person has that ability, now a man, that's not exactly right unless he's hyper attractive or willing to hire a prostitute or something. Like he can't do that. But a woman, like once she's unattached, like, I mean, she could just immediately get sexual partners. So I just sort of, so I just bake in the cake the fact that like, well, I mean, yeah, once her commitment to you is gone, like, yeah, but, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, again, listen, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying here, but like being able to intellectualize what's going on and then being able to be like completely stone faced when listening to a former partner's sexual exploits are, are like two different matters. Yeah, the only situation where I that would make sense to me is if it's somebody that like dumped me and like I was really upset about it still. Then, then of course, yeah, then it would make sense. But like, I mean, there's, there comes a point where that's that's not the case anymore. And so I don't think I would care. If it was if it was a recent wound of some kind, well, sure, that might that might bother you. Uh, be kind of yeah. I mean, I think it's just sort of a spectrum. Like, I think you probably are more stoic than me in general about these kinds of things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so for me, like some partners, I wouldn't care at all, and it might actually be like particularly intriguing. Um, and then others, I think I would I would care more about. What if you dumped her? What if you like aggressively dumped her and didn't really like her anymore? You'd still be kind of wistful and jealous. I'm not sure. I mean, the specifics matter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, um, yeah. All right. So uh, wait, wait, wait. But you told yes. this person. Yes. Did you tell her the kind of podcast that you were engaged in? She. So uh, I see her every so often, um, and I knew she was really into podcasts, and so we talk about podcasts from time to time. And she knows about the other one I do, and uh, we had I had mentioned like a few weeks ago or a few months ago that I was doing this other one, but I didn't really want to tell her about it, but she somehow found it on iTunes or something. And so she knew about it, but she had not, she has not, as far as I know yet listened to it because she sort of expressed the same sort of things I just expressed, which is like, yeah, she's not really sure she wants to listen to like an ex-boyfriend sex podcast. Well, but I could take that two ways, right? That could either be, I'm jealous or I, I have a feeling that happens or it's just like, look, I don't, I don't want to hear you talk about me, which we've already agreed isn't going to happen, but right. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be one of those two. You're not sure which, or maybe a, some sort of combination of both. That's probably, that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a, I, I guess I can understand. It'd be interesting to know uh, how people would feel about that. I don't, yeah, I don't see how I would care. In fact, I think I would be intrigued and you're damn sure I would definitely listen. The, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would definitely listen. Like, there. Let's say it was like my most recent, most passionate relationship I've ever been in, and I find out they do a sex podcast that is just talking about me. Like, even though I know that I would like drive me like insane to listen to, uh, I would still have to do it. Like, just for science. Wow, that's interesting. So, I, uh, if there's any exes of Keith listening on this podcast, like, there you go. If you want to sort of needle him, you should just. Uh to start doing that. <laughs> Suddenly there was going to be an explosion. That's of, like, uh, a, there was like a Seinfeld episode where somebody was dating him. She's like a comedian. I think it was that, and then she, they broke up and anyway, she started doing stand up comedy about like him. Yeah. Huh. Reminds that me must of that be a like a, a later season episode. Cause as you know, I'm rewatching Seinfeld and I'm on season seven and I've not seen that one yet. Yeah. It might be later. Anyway. 
All right, let's get to uh, let, let's dig into the meat here. So uh, let's see here. Our first topic um, is from a man, and he doesn't specify his age, but uh, the subject is ladies. When we come, do you feel as if the act of sex is over, or do you ever just want to continue? Uh, and he continues, as a guy, we normally have to wait anywhere from two minutes to a few hours or some a night to recover. When we bust, we know sex is done. But I was always curious because women don't ejaculate, that there's no end for them to, there's no end for them except for the uh, psychological reason that the guy has come and may longer be able to continue. What goes through your mind after we come? Is it mission accomplished or let's go for round two, I'm not done. If the guy's ready to recharge for round two right away, would you be down or is the mood kill? Full stop. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's, of course, it's going to be different for the for different people. Um, I don't know if I love uh, the word bust. When we bust, when I, when I bust my nut, I think if you say that to a woman, you're going to decrease the lifespan of your relationship and you may not get to have sex with her again. Like, it's hey, not I, the most romantic uh, <laughs> expression in the world. Right. I mean, I think like the, you know, the key thing here is the, is the immediate uh, disinterest that the guy suddenly has the incredible Hulk effect that happened. <laughs> right. I mean, like, of course I've wondered this as well. Like, you know, you're, you're going at a hundred miles an hour and then you have a very romantic orgasm and then you're suddenly at zero miles per hour and it might be two minutes or a few hours or a night or whatever. Uh, but there's like some period of time. Yeah. I mean, it's immediately obvious that, that uh, penis and vagina sex is, is, uh, not still on the menu. Now, look, I, I think some people, uh, yeah, to a rough approximation, that that's what's going on. And so, yeah, like what is the experience for women in that moment? Like, uh, I, I think there's something about having the man orgasm that's like deeply satisfying for them. And so that's, that's part of it. But like another part of it might just be like, uh, yeah, I'm feeling sort of, uh, unfinished here. I think that like, I think it's probably like, a a Jackson Pollock painting of different responses that the, that the woman has, because I think probably a significant amount of the time it's like, Oh, I'm, I, I'm glad that's over. Like she, <laughs> she wasn't that into yeah, it. With you, I'm right. sure that's the case, but yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's yeah. <laughs> God, it's over. It's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Scratch that one off my list for the day. Um, then there's, there's going to be the, the all important, which you read about a lot on the sex subreddit where like the woman is basically like, the guy has left her hanging basically. Mm-hmm. And so, you well, know, there's, like, there's, I mean, there's some fertile ground there. Uh, should we dive into that? Sure. Well, I mean, what fertile ground hit, hit okay. me. Okay. Let's, let's say, uh, you're with a, you know, a, a partner and you have, it's a new partner. Okay. So like, you're really interested in satisfying them, but you have, you have come too early and you know that they are unsatisfied. Oh, and in this case, you were having sex without a condom. You, you have come inside them. So, so your semen is, is inside their vagina. Um, and so what uh, kind of scoundrel are you that with a new partner you're doing I, that? I, I don't, let's say it's, you know, it's safe. You both just got drug tested. You did everything like responsibly. They're, they're on, you know, two different forms of, of birth control. You could say um, that the guy's had a vasectomy. I think that solves it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. And, and you've also both had STD tests. Um, okay. Okay, but uh, yeah, so like, what's on the menu now for for continuing her her uh, satisfaction? Well, I mean, I think from most guys' perspective, there's nothing on the menu. Like, they don't really want to continue. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
And but, I think but, like, yeah. no, but I was trying to, yeah, that is, that is not, that is not an available option here because you, you really care. This is new. And, you know, you know that if you don't do something else to, to redeem yourself, that she's going to go and tell her friends that. Yeah. I mean, you have to back up here a little bit because there's this thing that goes on for a guy like, okay, just, just so we understand before, before we get to the, uh, the situation you've described where, where uh, it becomes less attractive for the man to continue operations. Yeah. Uh, th- there is like this sort of like strategic thing where like the guy is sort of trying to, he knows that's going to happen, right? So he's trying to sort of get as much done before that happens as possible. So like as a guy, you're trying to sort of gauge like, well, what is what does she want to have happen here? Have I done enough? Right, and try, <laughs> try to figure out if, like, if she's going to be she's going to be happy with 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 what's happening, and that actually can be a tricky thing to understand, uh, particularly if the partner is not communicative enough, because you're not sure, like, okay, does she, you know, does she is she going to orgasm here or not? Like, what 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 what's the right uh, point in time for me to finish up? Yeah, you and know, I like think- when a uh, drag race starts, you know, it, it goes like the yellow lights and then or it starts red and then there's the yellow lights and then the green light. Like, yeah, you don't get like a meter to know like when you've you've fulfilled your obligation. That's right. And I think you can actually wind up in a little bit of a Mexican standoff where yeah. if you if neither Wait, what's of what's a Mexican is- standoff? Oh, everyone's pointing guns at each other. Right. It's like that where like it just goes on and on and on. I mean, this is like leaving the people with the premature ejaculation in the dust. It's the other side of the coin here where where you have guys that just keep on going on and on. And they – and the problem is the guy is thinking, okay, I'm going to continue until she's satisfied. And she's thinking like, oh my god, this is taking forever. Right. And And probably getting more and more sort of disengaged and turned off like – yeah. She can feel his his eagerness to satisfy, but that in itself is you know unattractive or something, right? And so, I mean, the right thing to do there is sort of communicate so like everybody knows what's going on. But it can be tricky because, of course, like uh, I think I think that women often aren't sure like whether they're going to get there or not. Mm-hmm. Depends on how like familiar you are with your body, and so it's like yeah, you might be like I, I actually don't know what's going on. That's that's a thing where I'm not totally sure how that works, but it seems like. That's likely to be the case. But anyway, the thing I do know is that like, yeah, I mean, when a guy is doing the famous uh, thinking about baseball so that he doesn't nut too soon, yeah, uh, that can be like what's going on is he's like trying to like make the experience last long enough. There can also be the guy who's just knows that if he makes it take a little longer, it feels better when he nuts. Um, so there could be a little bit of a, um, a selfish, uh, selfish uh, reason for that. But to your point about what do you do? Like once, once the deed is done. And I think for the premature ejaculation guy, this is like a really relevant question, like what to do. And it's like, it's pretty tricky because at that moment, even if the guy is still aroused, there's still some sort of like cleanup that has to happen. Right. Yeah. Now, and so, yeah, there are various options for that. That's what I really want to get into here. Yeah. I mean, I read on the, I've, I've read a lot of this on the sex subreddit and there are women who are just like, yeah, uh, I just let it all kind of drain out into my mattress. And I'm just like, that's not, I don't know. Have you encountered a woman like that? I have, but you have? the general Can- procedure is they go to the restroom. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is that, and, and women don't realize this, but this is actually one of the, so most of the reason why men don't like condoms is because it changes the sensation. But there is the other very small but non-zero wedge of the pie chart, which is switching from condom use to no condom use actually switches who has to go to the bathroom after hmm. you're done, right? Yeah, 
It does. And so like that's a meaningful, uh, meaningful change there that a, that a guy could uh, derive some value out of. Um, so, so I'm right about that, right? Like you, you too, I guess a guy could just take the condom off and like stick it to the wall or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say stick it on his nightstand and then I decided to go amp up the grossness. Right. Yeah, well um, done. Yeah. But uh, me, I guess you could have a trash can. Do you, I don't know. Do you have a condom trash can near your bed? <laughs> a condom receptacle next to my bedside table. Um, well, where do you no, put the condom? I guess, and then how often guess... would you change, change that trash bag? Because condoms don't take up that much volume, but they... <laughs> well, you'd have to change it a lot because if you're bringing a new date home and she sees a trash bag with like <laughs> 37 condoms. I, I, well, what would you say actually? If you had a date come home and you'd screwed up and your condom trash bag had like 12 condoms, used condoms in it, what would you say to her? Um, I mean, this is a little bit of a esoteric, uh, hypothetical, but I mean, there's really no good answer. I mean, you're just like, well, you know, Hey, you know, you sort of sheepishly say, you know, I'm not a virgin. <laughs> I think the only right thing to say is that you like masturbating into a condom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, look, is there any a time when like having sex with a person for the first time with a condom, you, when you get one, you're not opening a new box. That's an interesting question. I don't know. <clears throat> What's, what's the thought process there? I mean, you should always be opening a new box with a new partner or else the partner is going to like, you know, at least there'll, there'll be some non-zero thought in their mind like, oh, well. Well, wait. So, so is this like a, is this like a standard thing that you have to have like boxes of condoms ready? <laughs> and if not, I have a question. I have a resealer that, uh, that makes opened boxes. Of <laughs> She's like, wow, I didn't know that it made boxes. You know they made boxes this big that just contained one condom. Yeah, this twenty pack only has two left in it for some reason. What a ripoff! You're like, yeah. Sometimes they do that. <laughs> Those <laughs> jerks. <laughs> but well, I mean, you could imagine actually condoms being sold in such a way that this wasn't an issue. I've actually never considered. Is this a real issue that you you've in your life worried about? No, uh, my condoms. Is this happening? Yeah. Okay. My condoms are in a drawer. And so they can't really see what, what's going on there. Well, okay. So you get out, you get out of bed, you go over to where the drawer is. You know, my drawer is, the drawer is actually in a different room of my house. So, okay, wait, this is actually kind of interesting. Okay. So, so the woman is naked or pr- probably naked in your bed. Mm-hmm. You're in bed with her and then you get up, you, you go to another room. Yeah. Yeah, and then what happens? She's there, and she's just lying there. She can hear me rummaging around in the drawer. You're rummaging, okay? She's waiting eagerly, Um, right? And you know, this happens fast. Like my the the uh, the other room is very close. It's the it's the it's the adjacent room. Yeah, I still I just like the fact that it's in another room that seems unnecessary. (laughs) It could be in like your bedside table or something. Well, my I don't my bedside table does not have a drawer, so. You could have one with the drawer, but sure, sure, I got it. Yeah. Um, uh, I has I I I I I wonder where you would if you had like vibrators and other toys where you would keep those, but I don't think you do typically. Uh, maybe maybe your cock ring or whatever. Um, okay, so you go to the other room, and 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 is the this is the thing I want to get at? Yeah. Where are you when you actually put the condom on your dick? Right. Uh, like, do you, do you put it on I, I over by I the will. drawer and then walk back with it on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Really? Usually. You know what? It, you bring this up and like, you know, we, we joke a little bit, but yeah, like I do. What? Alexa, stop. Yeah. I said something that sounded like Alexa. Anyway, uh, where were we? Yes, I will. So I'll go to the other room. I will, uh, 
get a condom, I will start opening it there and put the condom wrapper in the garbage can in, uh, it's in my kitchen, it turns out. So um, you have a third room where the wrapper goes. No, 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 no. The, the kitchen is the room that my condoms are in. Your condoms are in the kitchen, of course. Yeah. The kitchen yeah. is adjacent to my bedroom. In my sure. Um, no, I think that's normal to keep your condoms. Because that's because you sometimes put them on cucumbers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> never be too safe. Um, and then I guess I would, I guess I would put it on, but once I'd return to the bedroom or I would start putting it on and walk at the same time. Um, really? I think there's something comforting uh, about seeing the person put the, actually like put the condom on uh, that just, uh, that would make, I don't know. I guess I would like, <laughs> If I were gay and like I were having sex with a dude, I guess I would like to see him actually put it on. There would be something that can that like makes that seem safer to me. Right. You're saying you think that for the woman, it's it. it so when you so she's typically watching you walk back in then. Right. Probably. Okay. I don't know what she's doing. Yes. Well, you don't pay attention because you're busy with the wrapper and the. Okay. I sort of liked so one of the things I liked about it, and I was actually imagining about your process here <clears throat> is that if you have the condom in a different room. Then you don't have to go through the process of putting it on in front of her, which could be sort of lame, right? Yeah, as you fumble around. Yeah, it's fiddly and stuff like that. And so I was thinking, oh, this is kind of clever. Like Keith has found a way to make that process invisible to the woman. So you leave the room. It's like it's like uh, it's like Clark Kent turning into Superman, right? You go into the phone booth and you come out with your condom on, right? That's but in fact you don't do that because well, you feel like she she wants to see you switch into, into the parts the removing it from the wrapper like making sure that you figured out which way it unrolls that that's important fellas uh like all of that has has been taken care of before i i return to the bedroom well which way do you like it to be unrolled do you <laughs> do you like the lube on the inside or the outside because i think you could make an argument i think you could make it an argument for that lube to be on the inside yeah uh which is terrible or like people sue the podcast um, <laughs> or like some sort of uh, unintended pregnancy. We're well, yeah, supposed yeah, to have the, a the loop on the outside. On the outside, yes. Right. Yes. There, and there's this... obvious way the condom unrolls. That's the way it's meant to. Right, right. But that deprives the man of that sweet lubricant. Um, okay. So uh, well, why were we talking about where you I don't know. I, I mean, our original, our original topic here was uh, – You've just finished inside somebody without a condom, and she's looking particularly unsatisfied. Uh, oh, well, so you – okay, that's fine. The, there was the box of condoms, and yeah. there was this question of like how does she know if it's a new box, which actually is a valid point, right? You're trying to avoid your new conquest, determining that you make a lot of conquests. And what you do is you you put them sort of in a drawer that's called kind of all mixed up, and so you don't have to fool with that, right? Yeah. Is there an analogy for women here? I guess if they're on birth control. Yeah, but I mean a woman could be on birth control for a lot of reasons, right? Yeah, like, but – Well, no, it could be like managing their their periods, managing yeah, their acne, hormones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think like – I mean I think it's like fairly normal for women to be on birth control like kind of all the time regardless. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know like uh, what number of like virgin 25-year-olds are on birth control. That would be interesting. Oh, I'm sure that data is out there. Yeah. Um, I bet it's a lot. I mean yeah, – me, yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so maybe there isn't an analogy. Like, like some sort of like weird thing where you're like, oh, this person sort of uh, – a frequent sex haver. Yeah. I'm actually always surprised. Uh, this is something from the sex subreddit there, there. You see very frequently, like really, really frequently to a level that I'm really surprised by women and men who say, Oh, 
I'm on the woman's on the pill or typically the pill, maybe like an IUD or something. Yeah. Uh, and, but we're also using condoms because we want to be ultra sure. And I think to myself, like, I don't, I, I think, I think the pill's pretty effective. Like, I mean, I, and they'll make a big deal about like, no, we're, we're doing both because you really got to do both. Like, is this a thing that like you encounter? Um, no, that is not a thing I encounter. Yeah. Maybe I've it's never, like a, I've never, okay. Let, let me think about that. Yeah. I have never been with, I mean, I've been with people who insist I use condoms, uh, well, there's reasons. I mean, you want yeah, if, you're, if you're not sure about STIs, if you're not right. on birth control. No, I'm not, I'm not, importantly, I am not complaining yeah. about it. I'm just just mentioning it. Oh, uh, you can complain about possible, it. But yeah. It's possible that one of them was also on birth control. But I'm guessing, yeah, like I've never been with like a you know a longer term par- partner where it's like okay, we would like to have we would like to have like you know the most close sexual relationship we can. Uh, I'm on birth control, but unfortunately, I would also like you to use a condom just to be extra careful. Yeah, I've never had that experience. Yeah, I just think it's sort of strange. It's like I, I don't. I, I mean, I guess in statistically, it sure is. It certainly is going to improve the probability. I, I, I've thought to myself before: is is this because all the people posting on Reddit are like in states in the United States where like it's really hard to get to an abortion clinic, or like it's re- like maybe they have religious beliefs, like so they can't. They're yeah, just like well, I have I mean, to. Imagine that you felt that abortion was never an option. Um, in that case, uh, you might want to be extra safe. I'm not sure. I think if I felt that way, I would go with the old, uh, your mouth can't get pregnant. Right. Right. Which is true, ladies and men. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, agreed. Okay. So, uh, wait, no, we need to get to this. I, I, I want to, I want to watch you like squirm a little bit. So, okay. You've, <laughs> yeah. You, you have finished, you, you have just, um, busted inside someone else and right. they're, they're not, they're not, they're not satisfied. They're not done. They're, they're looking at you with a sort of, I roll. Is this about the fact that there's semen in there? Yeah. That's where you're yeah. getting. You're getting yeah. 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 The problem is, the problem is that, look, I mean, maybe this is the function of the male refractory period. I don't know. But the problem is for like those 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is, it, dep- it, 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 it honestly depends on a bunch of factors, including like just which day it is. Like it just varies. But during that period of time, there's no possible way that the guy is going to find anything like that compelling, any sort of somewhat kinky thing like getting down with his own semen uh, compelling. And so it's going to be a really tough challenge there. Right. Um, And so I think that you're going to be stuck with uh, something manual, some sort of hand involvement, right? Um, And look, I mean, it's like like I, I think that I would say that in my life I have endeavored to avoid this situation. Um, because the, the reason is, <laughs> no, no, it's not because like I'm being selfish or something like that. I try to avoid it because I know it's going to be lame. Like I don't want to be in that situation. Like women aren't faced with a, uh, an analogous typically, uh, uh, there was one, uh, X that you have that we talked about that maybe was, but typically women aren't faced with the same kind of, uh, problem or same kind of uh, issue that a guy would be. And so, yeah, you just wind up having to manage it. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I so yeah, I mean like it's, it's not that it's like a situation that's never occurred to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> to me as if they're doing it to me. It's really right. my own fault, right? It's like I caused the situation. Right. You were, you uh, bit off more than you could chew or something. Yeah. And I mean, I think that uh, I've never, I've never had a problem with uh, premature ejaculation and I attribute that to like very young access to porn. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could be. And so like, I, I, although you see guys online that seem to have that, uh, still have that. So I don't, maybe it's just a genetic thing or something, but yeah, I can imagine like a guy getting into that situation and then you're really in a pickle, aren't you? So to speak. So you would, if, if this situation happened to you, let's say for the first it time in your happened. life. No, okay. Yeah. So do you just say like, sorry, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stimulate you orally or manually too bad. No, I would do manually, but, I, but my heart wouldn't be in it. <laughs> and right. so it's sort of like, I mean, probably the best option is for her to masturbate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know, I know from what you've told me before, it sounds like you actually would be into it because I, you've just suggested as much. Yeah. I mean, her satisfaction is at least as important. Um, I don't so, understand how you square that with your like claims about your own nut and not tasting it and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you, you just don't believe that like what I've said is true is true. And so it's, it's hard. To, well, at that point you just have to claim to you can't, you're having to claim that you can't taste it because it's clearly there, <laughs> right? It's not like it disappears right. instantly. Okay. So for our, for our newer listeners, um, Mike and I have a longstanding debate about whether or not uh, I have ever tasted my own semen and I have not. Um, but Mike does not believe me. So. I mean, for reference, there are women a lot of women on the sex subreddit who claim that uh, after their boyfriend or husband or whatever ejaculates in them, it drips out for the next like six hours. Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't get it. Like if you're down there 20 minutes later, five, 10, even if she went to the bathroom, like whatever, it, it's just, this is what's happening. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if, if, you know, if, if a drop of lemon juice is diluted in water, like you can't really taste it or it's so mild that, you know, you wouldn't notice it. It's a matter of like ratio. I think you would notice. <laughs> well, that's because you know what it tastes like. So I mean, sure. Maybe if you get like a squirt gun and like, and like really like get a super soaker and kind of clean it out in there, like maybe that wouldn't, <laughs> but I think anything short of that, you're going to, yeah. it's going to, there's plenty in there. I do wonder if like, I actually, you know, like next time I masturbate, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm 37 years old. It, it's today's the day. And I tasted it. And then I would like recognize the, uh, I would recognize the, the taste. And then I would like suddenly <laughs> be like, you know, seen in a movie where like, they, you know, it goes back and shows like a bunch of things that like you should have noticed, like when they happened in the movie, I wonder if I would like suddenly be like, Oh no, like I've, you know, this has happened so many times. And so now I know I, I, I just, I can't say. Yeah. Maybe, maybe given that you should, uh, you should continue to avoid it. Yeah. I mean, fear. it's, Avoiding it is on my, yeah, I mean, I am, I will, don't worry. Uh, so right. the, uh, we have a topic, we have another topic that's all very similar, which is two, it's, it's uh, row number six here. Okay. Uh, we've been watching it. I'd have to open it. All right. I already have it open. Uh, yeah. this is a uh, women watching men eat other men's cum. Oh yeah. I read this. Uh, I didn't, I'm going to read this uh, verbatim and, and then I didn't really understand what was going on here. So maybe you can help. All right. So All right. I've gotten curious about how many women not only like to see men making it, making it in their presence, but also taking each other's loads orally and swallowing. <laughs> I sometimes see it in videos and on a few dating sites, more rarely see MFM requests by couples with a bi male. For me, it would be so hot. I was recently asked by a woman I was with if I would do this for her with another bi guy friend of hers really looking forward to the day. Just wondering if more women like this than I thought. 
Yeah, so this grammar is sort of confusing. I don't understand what the it and this pronouns are representing. Watching a man eat another man's cup. Yeah, can you explain this? Yeah, I mean, my take on this was that uh, this is a, this is, my take on this was that one man, that one man is having sex with a woman, it's MFM, uh, and he finishes inside her, and then the other guy slides in and uh, retrieves the first man's semen. How by plunging it out with his penis or by going down with his with his mouth? And I've seen this in porn. Oh, this is related to the last one. I mean, we didn't look. We sort of danced around it on the last topic, but yeah, uh, this is where she doesn't go to the bathroom in between. Oh, so God. I don't think that, okay, there, there's another guy present in this one. On some level, that makes it better, though, because you're not in your refractory period, right? So, like, rather, you're still aroused. I'd rather taste my own semen uh, while I'm refracting, or would I rather taste another man's semen uh, when I'm, like, uh, let's say, very aroused by another very attractive woman? Yeah, that's exactly where we are here. Yeah. Uh, boy, this is this is, uh, this is a tough one, Mike. Uh, why don't Why don't you express an opinion first? I don't think this is tough. I would definitely rather my own in the refractory really? period. No, there's why? not. It's not because yeah, because I'm not that interested in other men's semen. I think I'm, that, I like, mean, I'm, I'm profoundly uh, uninterested as well. Uninterested, disinterested, uninterested. Um, but. But okay, let, let's let's change it from um, from uh, semen to uh, like a, <laughs> like a drop of blood or something. Like, like yeah, like at what point does like the the you know there's a teeter totter here, right? There's a, a very attractive woman that you're going down on and like you know potentially leading to having sex with, um, and then on the other side of the teeter totter is another man's semen uh, in your mouth. Yeah, I mean the issue is like is the. The issue is the notion of like the di- okay. We can agree that if you remove the component about being in your refractory period versus not being in your refractory period, you would choose your own, right? We agree on that. Like so, for instance, if in both cases you have to have just nutted, you would rather taste your own than some other guys. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. I- or do you view it as the same? I'm, I mean, I'm not ambivalent. I would prefer my own. I mean, this uh, is but like, given this that like, you know they're both clean and all that, I'm not sure. No, see, look, see, okay. But Mike, you, this is this is the thing. I don't know. Yeah, like I think you have less of an aversion to your own semen than than I do. No. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, wait, but hang on. So I was going to make an analogy here and see if it if it clarifies. Maybe it won't. Yeah. So I was going to say, let's say that uh, you and I both are standing in a room. And we each we each pick our nose and get some really good snot on our fingers. Yeah. At that moment, would you rather eat the one off your finger or the one off my finger? Mine, but right. neither right. really is. I mean, it's so close. <laughs> it's much closer to neither than mine. Like I, they're both really? like really repulsive. Like one's a nine and one's a ten, but really? like they're both really bad. And I think for you, it's like one's a seven and one's a ten. No, no, no. For me, one is like a two and one's a ten. Yeah, I mean, like eating my own snot does not bother me. And the reason people don't pick their nose and eat it in front of other people is because it grosses the other person out. Like it doesn't gross yourself out, right? It's like because if you're talking to somebody and they're it does picking gross me own, out. Like I would never, yeah, like I don't like it when people do that, and I don't do it myself, or I'm careful to avoid it myself. Although sometimes when I'm running, 
you know, I blow my nose and snot gets in my mouth and it's okay. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would prefer my own cum. I'm not sure. I mean, I would prefer my definitely some non-zero amount. I would prefer my own. I'm just not sure how much more than zero it is. Uh, okay. So there, yeah, there's that. And I just, so, so I guess I'm following up with that analysis and the fact that for me, like, I think the gap is wider. Uh, I think for a lot of people, it's why I'm certainly like little kids. It's wider, like little kids tend to pick their nose a lot, but anyway. Okay. Um, so is there anything about watching a man eat another man's nut out of you? That's, that's alluring or is it just, or is it just a dominance thing? Oh, you're asking why the woman would want this. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think she just got like a bug in her, be in her bonnet about this particular thing. I, 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 I honestly, when there's postings like this, I have like a little bit of a doubt as to whether it's like a real posting. Like I think to myself, this is just like some dude looking for like some comments made by people that he can beat off to later. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was like an interesting topic. Nonetheless, uh, I have watched porns where, so what happens in the porns is you'll have two women who are in the 69 position. You've probably seen this too. They're in the 69 position. And then there's a guy added. Okay. The, on, the one, guy, on one of the sides. And importantly, the guy is always behind the woman who's on top in the 69 position, right? And so yes. he's thrusting in and out of her vagina and she's sort of down there. I mean, it's not great, right? She's <laughs> sort of down there just a, as a witness almost. I mean, she uh, might be the, like- You mean the one whose who's face is next to the vagina that's being- penetrated yeah exactly and so she's basically just getting hit in the forehead with some nuts and maybe she can like stick her tongue way out or kind of angle her it i don't even know how this works yeah. i've never seen it in real yeah. life. it's really more of a performance than than a functional well i would be interested in having performers do this in front of me but purely ergonomically <laughs> so like i'm not it's not that i like want to go to a sex show where this happens. I don't really, because like the fluids and everything, I'm not sure I'd like that, but I'm just, yeah, ergonomically, I'm curious like how this actually works because I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually work anyway. Well, this is, this is why people like, you know, who are art students do figure drawing just so that they can like actually understand like how the lines come together to, to form a body. Uh, you, th you think art students make art so they can determine how this sort of weird modified 69 works? Well, I think that, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the point I was trying to make is, yeah, I think it would be hard for an art student who actually knew a lot about anatomy to like actually draw this out. So like actually seeing it in person would be sort of intriguing just because it would be like, Oh, I guess that's how that works. It's not like intuitive yeah. exactly how it works. Yeah. I just don't think there'd be much space left yep. in that area anyway. So yeah, she winds up in this sort of like uncomfortable, like witness position. And if the guy comes forward enough, she's probably looking at his taint and or butthole and like, it's just, you know, anyway. Um, so then what happens is he nuts he pulls back and this then this is in course, this hypothetical porn what, what no, is no, i've i've seen this in porn repeatedly okay, okay okay uh not hypothetical the, it's easily findable although i'm not sure what you would search for exactly uh and then the 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 critical moment of the porn is that the woman who was on top sort of like sits up a little bit and the nut now goes out of her vagina into the open mouth of the yeah. woman who was blow you, you've seen this before yeah no I have seen this. Yes. Okay. I don't find that particular. It, it. I don't find it arousing. Be First of all, the the key moment of it, I don't find very arousing because it's just like you're moving fluid between two containers. It's like, why is that? 
You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't want to call people containers, but you get the point. It's like you're you're like, yes, the fluid will run out and into the other person. But yeah, there's some sort of dominance thing going on there. Um, maybe I mean, it's so obviously an act, but like hypothetically, like if a woman was so excited about your semen that like she's willing to get whatever she can, including the, the seconds from another vagina that you just uh, orgasmed into that could be sort of alluring, but I mean, it's just so obviously an act, but right. that's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they produce it. There must be some guys who want to consume it. But, uh, for me, I always just find it amusing because it's like, it's almost like they're tormenting this woman. Like she's not involved in any me- meaningful way in the actual act that happens, well, she, except she's like sort of the, she just has to receive the, the other girl is ostensibly, uh, performing oral sex on her. Yeah, but usually, yeah, yeah, that's true. Although that's not the the locus of the action, right? So they're not, they're not <laughs> the camera. Right. Yeah, yeah, ostensibly, but I mean, I, and, and that doesn't, you know, honestly, that, that that was just to give you an idea that calling it sixty nine was to give you an idea of the position. Like, honestly, that's not even important to the action. Excellent clarification. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I definitely don't. So, like, yeah, just as like uh, watching another woman receive my cum would not really be that interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like this original question was like, is it interesting for a woman to watch men consume each other's semen? And I I don't know. I think that for a guy outside of a porn shoot, I think this notion of the semen coming out of the one woman's vagina and then just moving around might become downright frightening for a guy. Right. Because it's like, (laughs) wait a minute. Like, like, am I going to impregnate someone here? Like, I mean, if, if you could imagine like someone with your semen running around, I mean, (laughs) you know, the toilet paper rolls or whatever. Well, this doesn't happen because of the behavior of women. Women don't want to be impregnated typically by random strangers, but like if women had different incentives in life, like you could imagine guys having to guard their semen really carefully. Like, and, and, and frankly, I always wonder that about like, say like a billionaire, like, does a billionaire have to like do things like wear a condom when he masturbates or like make sure he like dries up the con- semen really well? Or- I'm not sure. How quickly does semen become unusable once it's outside the body? Uh, I mean, not quickly enough. Like I think that really? – I, I sus- Yeah, I suspect that like it, it, it could be usable for long enough that like somebody who has a lot to lose by impreg- – See, I, what, what I think protects like a billionaire against this is just women don't want to do that. It's just not like a – it's just not like a game. Like it's, it takes a very unusual sort of like, woman. Uh, let, let's say I, I ejaculate into a condom and then I leave the room to go to the restroom or something because you know, I've put the condom in my condom receptacle <laughs> next to my bedside table. Right. Um, she could like turkey baster it out, maybe leave 10 minutes later and then somehow use it. Hundred percent sure that that would work. Yes. I, I mean, there might be spermicide in the con. Oh yeah. No, sure. Sure. Do. Sure. Interesting. Definitely Doesn't it that need to work. be a certain temperature? I mean, I'm sure that, well, look, they freeze sperm cells. So you know that they can survive freezing yeah. and thawing. Yeah. I think that like, if it, look, if it dries out, that's one thing. But as long as it's, as long as there's like, say a, a droplet and it's still fluid in there, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm okay. sure that would work. If I'm going like, to do some research on this. Um, my okay. sister's a doctor. I don't, I don't think I can ask her. Um, well, the, on some level, this yeah, it'll come down to whether they're viable sperm cells. I mean, on some level, this kind of stuff comes down to like, has it ever happened? And it's tricky, right. you know, partly because well, this is no, not. But like, I'm sure the the question of like how long can semen last outside the body is is well known. 
Yeah, well, I've read, I mean, I've read people saying things like it can last hours, but I'm always suspicious of things like that because they're trying to scare you into using birth control. So. Okay. I'm right. Yeah. I'm going to do some research and I'll, I'll bring this. That's like the, uh, there's another classic one there, which is the question of whether the pre ejaculate fluid of a man contains sperm. It does, right? Only if you haven't peed since you last nutted. Really? Yeah. I thought pre cum was considered problematic, but no. it, it, you, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Okay, Mike. I hope you're confident in your. Well, you should research it yourself. Or, research your, I mean, research it yourself. People listening should research it themselves. But the point is, like, it's not like, no, it's not like it's not like it's got sperm cells in it. The sperm cells come out with the. So wait, ejaculation. where is the precum coming from? I don't know. You're a uh, you're. What's the word for that? I don't remember the name. I don't of know. The, As you know, I don't know penis uh, terminology. I don't want to make a mistake. There, 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 there's, there's specific glands there that, that produce that stuff. And I, it's not, it doesn't it's contain. different from the thing that produces the actual cum? Well, I mean, so, oh God. So right when, right. <laughs> Maybe we should you know, educate this is, ourselves and we'll, we'll. This is interesting. No, this is interesting. Right okay. before you nut. Yeah. Right before you nut, there's this feeling, and you may have not paid attention to this. There's this feeling that happens right before you nut. Uh, in your groin area. And it's the feeling that like some fluid is moving around. And that feeling is like the sperm cells being transported into your prostate to get it to ready, ready to nut out. Because the sperm cells before are in your, are in your testicles, right? Right. And so there's this feeling that's actually like a very identifiable feeling, which is like a few seconds before you nut. Yeah, it's like welling up. Right. And that feeling is the, and, and, and until that feeling happens, they're in your nuts, which makes sense because that's their home. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I just need to. I but people should research it for themselves. Don't yeah. uh, don't get people pregnant because uh, uh, Keith and Mike told you to. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I'm going to move on to the next topic. This is uh, got cream pied and wow exclamation point. Uh, me and my boyfriend were laying down and then, and I was a little horny, so I told my boyfriend to grab a condom and he said we're out frowny face, and I was so upset because we had never had sex without one. We lay there a minute. He said he would go to the store and get some. I said, no, come here. And I pulled off his pants. I told him to put it inside of me. So he did. And OMG, it felt so much better than rubber. He kept thrusting over and over. And then I got on top of him and I fucked him. And he says, I'm going to come. And I said, come inside me. Part of me was scared. Sorry, sorry. I, I ruined the mood. Part of, part of me was scared of what <laughs> it's like. And part of me wanting this. I'm on the pill and we have no infections. But he came so hard inside me and that set me off and I came too. We had a simultaneous orgasm and OMG. The emotion and intimacy that brang. brang. Yeah. Am I crazy for thinking the simultaneous orgasm was the most powerful and intimate thing I've ever felt? OMG, I felt so loved. Okay, can we get a, uh, an age estimate on this person? I mean, it depends on whether they were what part of the country they live in. But yeah, yeah, I mean. The brang is tough. Yeah, there's no way this person's older than like 22. But all right, so. Um, wow. Exclamation point. Well, so the, um, this is an example of one of these people who is doing the condom plus the birth control, uh, the pill thing, right? I mean, here you oh, have yeah. the, an point. example. Yeah. Yeah. And I this think has, she's it, young, so she's like scared. I think that's what's going on there, but I'm not sure. No, or it could be a rational fear. Well, I mean, for example, maybe she lives in a house, maybe she's a teenager and lives with parents who are like super, well, I mean, a lot of parents would be pretty unhappy if their kid got pregnant. So that she's like, I'm going to do every possible thing to avoid that, which actually good on her for doing yeah. that. Okay. Um, 
But uh, the thing that I thought was an interesting topic here, in addition to her uh, excitement, did she use the word cream pie? Yeah, got cream pied and wow. Yeah, God bless porn for, uh, I mean, for causing women to actually, assuming this is a woman, to use terms like that. That's, uh, that is the porn official term if people want to search for porn where the man ejaculates in the woman's vagina. The word is cream pie. And sometimes they'll say oral cream pie, which yeah, <laughs> means yeah. that, yeah, the obvious. Yes. Um, but I also thought the topic of the there's, – there's a minor topic here, which is uh, did she actually have a real orgasm mm. that was triggered by the man's? So that's always like the, the question because it's like, well – I mean, does that really work that way? Like, but it could, I mean, as a man, I bet, I bet you, have you uh, had a woman's orgasm trigger yours? Uh, like in a surprising way, like where you were like, it, it happened sooner than you expected because what she did was so hot. Sort yeah, of when you were- well, no, I, the spirit of your question, the answer is no. Uh, cause you know, generally I can tell when, my partner is getting close or pretending to get close. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to litigate that right now. So yeah, I just, yeah, no, no, I got you. I got you. Um, and you know, so then, you know, it's generally not hard for me to get myself close as well. And so I can time it so that when they are actually orgasming or pretending to orgasm, uh, I am as well. Uh, okay. So that happens fairly commonly. Um, now as for like, uh, yeah, I'm just pretending like, to makes it funny. The what? <laughs> the pretending to each yeah, time yeah. makes well, it I mean, funny. I, I yeah, I don't want to litigate that now. <laughs> yeah, um, as for like, you know, just sort of marching merrily along and like suddenly she is uh, surprisingly um, orgasming in such a way that's like obvious and really hot. And then like suddenly uh, I'm also orgasming. And even though I didn't really intend to, I'm not, I don't know if that's happened. I don't know. Yeah, I think I have had that happen. Okay. So, and it was just, as you described it, you, you mean, do agree. How is that different from like, just being like, all right, well, I'm going to nut now. Well, um, okay. Because um, you've never had the experience where like, uh, uh, where uh, you were surprised that the sensation of, I mean, the, the, the classic example of this would be if you're having sex with a condom and then remove the condom, it's much yeah. more sensitive, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm sure there are other examples like that where something happens that increases the stimulation more than you expected. And then it sort of takes you over the edge and, and you're, you weren't expecting, you've never had that happen. You're always in control. Uh, it's more than I'm always not re- like the experience is more like, uh, I can generally probably orgasm when I, whenever I would like. And so, yeah, like this thing of like, Oh, like here's a, yeah, like I'm I'm totally fine marching along. I could do this forever. Like that's not really a a mode for me, I guess. Wait, which way? I'm trying to understand this. You're saying that you you usually can just continue on for as long as you want, no. and then you decide. No, okay. Well, I guess. Like it's just it's generally like I can sort of orgasm whenever I would like, and so. Uh, Is that true? I mean, so maybe so, it's not. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm introspecting a little bit here myself. Is that with women or well, let's say you're masturbating? Are you saying that if you, if you had a boner yeah. and you were masturbating and I said, look, Keith, I will give you a thousand dollars and let's say you cared about the thousand dollars. Yeah. Some amount of money you care about. Yeah. But I'm going to, there's a, and there's a little light on your computer desktop. We agree that you'll be masturbating starting at say 11 AM on a day. Yes. 
and that light blinks and you have to put that nut out, what's the amount of time you think you could do it? What? I mean, this is important. Am I already erect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the middle. So There's we agree. kinds of erections, Mike. Like, no, no, okay. Like let's, waking let's, up let's in the morning wood and being like fully erect because I've been watching porn for a while are, are different. No, I'm not trying to like troll you with this. Let's, we can make it totally fair. Here, here's what's going on. We agree that starting at 11 a.m. on, say, a Saturday, you're going to be masturbating seriously. So you can start at 1050. You can start at 1045, whatever, if you need to like get the incense out and whatever you do. Yeah. Okay. So it's 11 a.m. You're masturbating. And what I tell you is, Keith, sometimes between, sometime between 11 and 11.15, I'm going to send you an, a, a text, all right? And when I send you that text, you have to nut within – and the question is like what would – to win the money, like what would you need? If I, said you, if I said you needed to nut within 10 seconds, could you do it? Huh. Or like a okay, minute? I can like, have as the- much time to prepare. And how long is the window during which you would text me? 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's significant. So it's not like it's – yeah, that, that's important because otherwise – it's not like three minutes. Yeah, you have to be marching along, as you said, like in the in – the, what do they call that? The plateau of your arousal. Like you're, and so you're plateaued and like I'm trying to understand – And I get a minute from the point of receiving the text? No, I want to know what what is the what is the amount of time where you feel confident – what is the amount of time where you think the over-under would be sort of an even bet for us? In other words, what is the amount of time you is, feel is like the minimum you would need to have like a good shot? I think you like 30 to 45 out? seconds. You think, in, <laughs> you think that in 30 to 45 seconds, you could get that nut out? I think I can keep myself ready for a 15-minute long window so that I can orgasm within 30 to 45 seconds at any time during that window. Yes. Okay. And you think there's zero chance that you would orgasm too early Right. Because like this- uh, I mean, I would like to train for this a bit. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This, okay. this is sort of an, a mildly compelling uh, potential and if contest you were, here. if you were with a woman, is it the same as if you're masturbating? Is it with, like, in other words, is there anything- I feel anything like if I'm with a woman, do? I can guarantee within 30 to 45 seconds. Okay. But that, that's, that's good. That's good. So, so if the woman said, look, I'm going to tap you on the shoulder, or I'm just going to snap my fingers during sex, and you have 20 seconds, you could do it. I think so. Okay. Now, so during that, so with that same period of time, is there anything the woman could do to make it so you would actually nut too soon? Right. So it's like, she's like, but if you nut before I tap you on the shoulder, you lose and you owe me some amount of money you care about. Is there anything she could do to get that nut out of you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She could just, yeah, she could like say the right thing and then like, uh, you know, maybe be on top of me and like, yeah, just ma- force me to not be able to control the tempo. And then, yeah, it's probably over. That's interesting. Or okay. she could, she could like have, have an orgasm that that's like uh, particularly trembling or something. Um, and, well, that's and, what we were just talking about. I know, about. I know, I know. Okay. So you're, so you're basically saying that in fact, this could happen to you where like she, she triggers you more or less, right? Yes. Okay. Because you were saying usually what happens is you, but, but in fact, and I, I, I hear what you're saying. In fact, typically you have to do the timing, right? Correct. Yeah. Like, which it's is not yeah. impossible that a situation could arise where like, I'm like, where I sort of like make a mistake or lose control, but yeah, it doesn't happen often. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's like the, the male lot in these situations in sex is like the guy winds up having to sort of like pace things and control it a little bit. Right. I had a, well, I had a we friend were talking yeah. about this earlier. Sorry, you can get to your friend in a second, but, but yeah, we were talking about this earlier with like, yeah, like you want to avoid the situation where like, 
uh, you're done. And then she's just sort of like, you know, tapping her fingers on the desk annoyed. Um, and so, yeah, like a, a big part of the male experience is like, uh, trying to, uh, <laughs> do things at the right, uh, rate. So whereby, you know, both partners are satisfied. Right. And so, and so in some ways, like one wonders in this, in this Reddit post, whether the, the woman who's like, wow, this thing happened. Actually, maybe it was just a guy like you that timed it. And, and to be fair, Keith, maybe this is an example that breaks my rule about guys not being able to be like, maybe a guy, maybe guys not being able to improve upon like some sort of base level of performance. Maybe a guy like it sounds like you are, who is able to time his orgasm so well with the woman either orgasming or pretending to orgasm as the case may be. And honestly, it's not your fault if she's pretending in my view. Uh, in that, yeah, I mean, you just don't know, right? She's not, uh, but yeah, go ahead. She's not, okay. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever. Always real. And honestly, uh, you, you guys can tweet at, at Keith and maybe experience that for yourselves. But, um, or uh, at the podcast yeah, or whatever. Yeah, pod on Twitter. Yeah, and, uh, and then you can have a private convo with him. Uh. But uh, maybe that would actually sort of juice you up a little bit higher in, in sort of uh, esteem from women. The fact that Are you're you able to- Are you saying that you're often in a situation, not often, but you've been, you found yourself in a situation whereby a girl is sort of marching toward orgasm and you know she's going to, and you know that after she does, uh, or like, you know that like when she does, that would also be a good time for you to orgasm. You're not able to sort of uh, sync those up I, always I, or, I, you know, ideally. Okay, there's a couple issues there. One is that uh, frequently uh, women require like some activity that's not like 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 it requires some activity that in order to make the experience the best for them doesn't make the experience the best for the guy, right? I, I mean, the classic yes. example of that would be the woman who wants to receive oral, right? I mean, so right, you could or, I guess, or who can only orgasm from oral. Uh, I guess that happens. I mean, that would mean they can't masturbate. They can't orgasm masturbating, which is a little unusual, but okay. So, I mean, I guess in that situation, you would say, look, honey, we'll get into a 69 position. <laughs> this isn't going to be compelling for the woman. We'll get into a 69 position. I will give you oral. And then at the moment of your orgasm, I will just jizz all over your face. <laughs> right, right. But that's really the only way. It's or you could be like this. Yeah. You could be that guy from like the guy from last week and you could uh, be the guy who nuts in the toilet. <laughs> or whatever you could nut into like a, a a Kleenex wall sheet, but then it wouldn't be compelling, right? But what I would say in my experience is that like while accomplishing what the what they're talking about here is compelling, and I have some uh, in my life experienced this, and it's compelling. I would say that generally uh, it's better to serialize them. In other words, have the woman come first and the man come afterward, because it's well, I have been safer in my- to make sure that both do. Well, it goes first, then it's like, well, no, that's true. But it's also like the thing of like the, I think that like, I, I, I feel like it's a, uh, you, <laughs> you get a higher intensity level if one, if, if one person is focused on and then the other person is focused on subsequently. Whereas I think that if you tr- focus on uh, this goal here of simultaneity, like you wind up both kind of like missing out a little bit. Yeah. Well, in this particular case. Uh, I understand what you're saying. You're saying that, uh, if you, if you overly focus on, on being synced up and doing it at the exact same time, like you, the, you, you might be giving up some, some intensity. I get it. Okay. But yeah, in this one, this one was like the highest risk possible thing, which is this guy, this guy's organ, the, 
his orgasm is what caused her orgasm. So like he had to, he, you know, would have to make sure she's right on that edge or else. Yeah. he would. Or else he's back in our other, uh, our other, uh, Reddit yeah, post where, where he's, he's suddenly tasting his own semen as he goes down on her. He's in sort of the Valley of despair there or whatever. Of like, yeah, what now, what do I do? Yep. Um, so he, he ran the risk and, 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 and I guess that it worked for him that time. What a champ. But yeah, yeah. you can imagine that not going 10 for 10. But you're saying that I think you disagree with my perspective on that. You're saying that you do actually go for the simultaneous uh, to, to the extent possible. Yeah, I wonder if my uh, somewhat lessened interest in orgasm intensity as you uh, plays a role in that. I, there, I mean, I have a commentary on that a little bit. It's uh-huh. not about orgasm intensity, but it's the commentary that I think that the strategy of aiming for that somewhat, actually I would argue dramatically, but I will say for the purposes of my argument, somewhat increases the probability of the woman faking an orgasm. Because if she knows that's what you're trying to do, yeah, she's basically like, this guy's not going to come unless I yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> no. Now you can decide now, now the man Concept, importantly, but yeah, I agree. The man can decide whether he cares or not uh, in that situation. But, uh, I think so. I think that's part of it. I, I my it's 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 uh, my desire for the the outcome to be not faked. Right. Uh, sort of crazy uh, impul- impulsion there toward me for me. I think we should do one more topic here. Um, let's do this one about the toilet paper because uh, I think it might be might be quick and it's it's sort of a, a callback to a early epi- earlier sure. episode. Sure. Um, so uh, throwaway girl. Uh, says my large labia bring. Did, have we decided if it's labia or labia? It's labia. Okay. My large labia bring toilet paper into the bed. I think she means to say brought toilet paper into the bedroom. Hey all, I 22 female have long inner labia. They've caused me serious insecurities in my sex life. And recently with cause <laughs> about a month ago, my boyfriend was fingering me and pulled up a piece of TP that without my knowledge was stuck to me. He laughed it off, but I died of embarrassment. Trying to be sex positive, but this has happened several times since. Any other ladies have this problem? Well, yeah, you, uh, I you know had one this lady problem. who's yeah. had this problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, uh, did I you, read, have you read the first comment on this? Uh, I'm going to No, read. go ahead. <laughs> it's so good. I too have experienced the phenomenon of, of clitty litter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, it could be embarrassing and awkward, but if your partner is reasonable, it shouldn't be an issue. Um, I wasn't reasonable when, when this, when this happened to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, nice to see that this, uh, this happens to other people. Yeah. I, I, um, I read a, uh, read a thread some time ago where it was like this, but the man was fingering the woman. They were in a long distance relationship. And they had just met up for the first time in several weeks and he was doing it and he retrieved a condom. What? And it, and it was not his condom. It was someone else's. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. So, so it can get, it can be a lot worse, right? Yeah. I mean, even if on the spectrum, a fleck of toilet paper is is less than another man's uh, used condom. Yeah, definitely. It's just, yeah, it's just, there's just a lot of, it's just a bummer on a lot of levels. Um, if it was your own condom, well, you'd ask yourself, why didn't I notice that it was gone? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of questions that come up there. How long has it been? Uh, is this dangerous? Uh, what do we talk about now? Um, right. <laughs> I mean, I suppose as a guy, you could ignore it until you get your nut off. You could, but yeah. I mean, that might be something that would cause you to quickly lose interaction. It might be. It would depend on, uh, it would depend on whether like you had jealousy and so on and so forth. Like the smart thing to do for the guy though, would be probably to conceal it. Maybe put it back in. <laughs> Use it himself right? to save some money. No, 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 no. <laughs> put it back in, finish, and then break oh, up with her or do whatever. What do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah perhaps no, no, the idea of him then, the idea of him then using it sounds like some sort of frat boy <laughs> joke or something that's, so expensive yeah you know, yeah take what you can get uh <laughs> does, is this like a thing that i mean i guess this happens a lot and uh, um yeah it must be that uh yeah like depending on your labia size it, it, it there's like a, there's a difference yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's it makes sense to me that it would be an issue because I mean, it's not always possible to kind of like pay uh, supremely close attention in that area. But uh, so it does the, the posting doesn't say like the outcome, right? I mean, it doesn't sound like uh, the guy broke up with her as uh, was the choice made by my co-host here. Uh, yeah, the, the, she doesn't go on anymore people have said that look the size of your labia don't matter it's just the nature of toilet paper guys assholes have no labia and sometimes we don't realize cheap toilet toilet paper shreds a bit and i find it later in the shower um so, right. yeah maybe maybe labia oh, yeah, doesn't have anything to do with it right the other thing i w- that i wanted to bring up about this topic was to do with baby wipes mm-hmm. and so like that there are people suggesting using baby wipes instead and also people suggest baby wipes for like women who are like uncomfortable with like they're concerned about like smell or something down there i have a short anecdote on this uh i read a reddit thread a while back about it was by like a you know guy who has a lot of success with the ladies and he says he said that he keeps baby wipes next to his toilet so that if he you know was lucky enough to bring a woman home and if maybe she's feeling a little bit insecure about her cleanliness down there, uh, she, she might be pleased to see the baby wipes because she can do sort of like a, a quick freshen. Yeah, the thing that, that that gives me pause about that is like, I mean, I think that works really well as long as the guy's mouth isn't going down there. But like, I wouldn't want to like lick a baby wipe, would you? No, but... So... I mean... You would say the same thing a, it, about soap, right? Like if, if somebody had recently soaked down there. I mean, you, you're saying baby wipes are worse because you can't rinse after or something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like there, it, it's the same thing. Like you see, you'll see people talk about using s- flavored lubricant in various things that involve oral. And that always really grosses me out. I think why would you – like that just doesn't seem good at all. Like I don't want to eat a lubricant. Like, Yeah, but if you do, wouldn't you – you wouldn't rather it be flavored? No, I don't want to eat a lubricant. Like, I don't care if it's flavored or not. I mean, I don't know. That's like, unflavored. I guess if it tasted like lubricant, that would be grosser maybe. But, I mean, the whole thing just sounds bad. And, like, that and, – and that's the issue with the baby wipe is there's, like, some sort of scent usually to them. And even if they're unscented, there's, like, there's like some moisturizer or something in there that, like – yeah, no, I mean, like, rinsing seems like an important uh, part of the process, right? right? It's like you yes. soak and then you rinse. I think if like, you know, let's say you had, you had been to the club 
and you know everyone had been dancing all night and things were a little bit grimy down there i I think baby wipe would be preferable i just think taking a shower is the best move well yeah but why not i mean i guess people are just in a hurry well yeah and like how would you suggest that well i mean i actually think it sounds kind of hot you know like sure 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 hey we've both yeah let's take a shower yeah i guess yeah, you're like, hey, you know, you've been dancing all night and I just took a really big steamer, <laughs> a big dump. Right, so let's right. get in the shower and, you know, no, I don't know. I, it does, but it doesn't like, I don't, I feel like that doesn't really solve the problem. Like it just. Showers can be, you know, showering together can be pretty intimate. You know, some people would rather just like turn the lights off and bump nasties for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes than like have like a intimate shower together followed by. You know, if, if people feel un- uncomfortable with their bodies and they, you know, they just sort of want to like minimize the amount of exposure they have to each other. Well, that's why there are forms of sex one can have that don't involve a whirl, right? So like, yeah. yeah, you can do that and you don't have to have oral sex. And like, frankly, like this uh, question about toilet paper stuff might not even come up if you're just uh, focusing on PIV, like you might not notice like what's even going on. Like you're not, your penis doesn't have eyes. But as soon as like your head is going down there, like I think it's reasonable to, I just don't think a baby wipe solves the problem. That's all. Like, I think like you can just take a shower. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But I mean, look, it's like a half, it's like a quarter step. It is, but I think it's good. It's, it's good to make sure people have a good experience. Sure. And so like, I don't know, uh, as a man, I would feel the same way. Like I don't, if my, if my, if I've been exercising or if I know my nuts are kind of gross, like I would rather just take a shower. Like I don't, I guess I could wash my I guess you could. Have you ever done this? You could wash your your penis and your balls in the in the sink. Yeah, it's tricky. And then you know, it takes a little while to dry. Well, you just use a towel, right? Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but it, it seems trickier for a woman to wash that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should probably finish up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's a wrap on this eighth episode of Your Mileage May Vary. As a reminder, you can contact us on Twitter at YMMVPod and by email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. There's also a YMMV Facebook page uh, if that's something you care about. And with that, thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back for episode nine.